all right with you. Yeah, what page? Page 30. All right, yeah. Okay. Most of us have been unwilling to admit we were real alcoholics. No person likes to think he is bodily and mentally different from his fellows. Therefore, it is not surprising that our drinking careers have been characterized by countless vain attempts to prove we could drink like other people. The idea that somehow, someday, he will control and enjoy his drinking is the great obsession of every abnormal drinker. The persistence that this illusion is astonishing. The persistence of this illusion is astonishing. Many pursue it into the gates of insanity or death. We learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. This is the first step in recovery. The delusion that we are like other people or presently may be has to be smashed. We alcoholics are men and women who have lost the ability to control our drinking. We know that no real alcoholic ever recovers control. All of us felt at times that we were regaining control, but such intervals, usually brief, were inevitably followed by still less control, which led us in time to pitiful and incomprehensible demoralization. We are convinced to a man that alcoholics of our type are in the grip of a progressive illness. Over any considerable period, we get worse, never better. And I'll just hand it over to you there. Well, thanks, Kathleen. Nice to see Welcome. everybody. Um, yeah, this uh, beautiful two paragraphs, really. It basically, I feel we, all of us here probably have already completed the first paragraph many times over. Yeah we've gone through these vain attempts to prove we could drink or use like other people. And, uh, and the beautiful thing for me is this idea of conceding to our innermost selves. I felt that is different than uh, admitting, uh, see the head can admit something and then change its mind a minute later. I felt in my experience, I ended up in a trailer park, sitting in a trailer with someone I didn't know coming out of a, 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 a while, a long blackout. And uh, something did for me what no human power could do. I got sort of struck sober and uh, it set off and something, uh, the message hit the innermost self. I didn't understand there was one of that anymore. I was living quite uh, on the surface of the mental condition, but something admitted uh, to the innermost self that I was screwed and that I was not managerial quality. That was the emphasis. And when that occurred, it set off trains of circumstances that that night brought me to my first recovery meeting, uh, 1988, March 21st. And I've been clean and sober ever since. So the idea of admitting and then admitting to our innermost selves is very different to me. 
because I admitted to people I was an alcoholic to get another drink. You know, I admitted people a, a lot of things with with the hopes that they would give me a pass or allow me to be irresponsible. The stuff, but the innermost self, the conceding in the innermost self is different. That has some power to it. And what happened was that miracle, that power had to be uh, attached to a way of life. So the power triggered uh, a new possibility. And then to initiate and to uh, manifest that new possibility, it was necessary I met recovery that night. Because without a way of life, I truly believe that that uh, admitting to the innermost self would have disappeared in a couple of days or would have gotten smothered again by the surface activity. Yet, uh, by meeting AA, the direction was set and sobriety just grew in that direction. And to me, that what's, what really changed, what directed change is, is growth, yeah? I was constantly trying to change how I feel. It wasn't about change, but it was directed change. So the way of life directed the changes that were going to happen to me and supported those changes and made them easier. Instead of having to go against a huge current of old habit, yeah, and all that anxiety, or if you want to call it fear, it gave me an oomph that pushed me in that new directed change, that growth into reliance on something greater than self. And I have thousands of small and big experiences of where that wiring was reconnected. It was unconnected from trusting the finite and then connected to trusting the infinite. Over and over again, those demonstrations are, are like trigger points in, in this event of recovery for me. Yeah. And here, the idea that uh, we learned that we had to fully concede to our innermost selves that we were alcoholics. Why? Because we learned by saying we were alcoholic didn't work a lot of the times. Yeah. I said, yeah, 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 I know, I know. I'm an, And then I'd be drunk that night. But something happens in this other level where something is conceded in a, let's, let's call it a deeper level. And there's some oomph there or grace. And that's really what uh, propelled uh, the first year or two of AA. I was just uh, being moved completely, obviously. And where people would get stuck on oh, God or anything, I just moved right through it because I don't didn't care what it looked like or who brought the relief. I wanted the relief, yeah. I needed relief from the bondage of self. And so, uh, yeah, this idea of trying to save your face, which is, uh, you know, no one wants to admit, think that we're bodily and mentally different from our fellows. Yeah. And all this stuff is really, you know, AA told me you got to be willing to save your ass instead of your face. And I was in the predicament of thinking my face was my ass, literally. And all this had to be re had to be corrected, and I needed a way of life. It was I couldn't go to like, you know, retreats every week of the year. You know what I mean, I had shit. Life was demanding certain things, like getting a job and finding a place to live. 
I had to be participating. I couldn't take off, you know, this, this, uh, the relief and the, and the removal and the diminishing of the disease had to happen like mobile. Yeah. While I was living. Yeah. I couldn't, I didn't have the luxury to stay in a, re, a rehab for, a, I did already two years <laughs> in Delancey street. It's not what I would think a rehab would trigger in other people's. It wasn't a very nice place, but, uh, I did live there for two years and that hadn't worked. Yeah. It had worked on a lot of levels, but it hadn't worked on the, the final level, which was conceding to my innermost self. Yeah. That hadn't happened there. So yeah, more about alcoholism. What I'd really like to get to another chapter, which is less about alcoholism. <laughs> I hope the chapters of your life now are completely less about alcoholism instead of more about alcoholism, <laughs> like the second book of relief. <laughs> more, more less about alcoholism, more less about alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hope uh, the point we're attempting to present here all the time is a simple recognition. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, you know, follow other suggestions. But to look at page 64 and maybe read it in the way uh, we're going to state here, which is being convinced, page 64 around the third paragraph, being convinced, which means to believe with certainty, and being means right now you're in the believing with certainty, yeah? You may not think you are, but in the innermost self, there is a believing with certainty that you're fucked. There is. It's there. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to do any more. No more shit has to actually happen for that being convinced to occur. It's already in place. You've had enough complete demoralization, doing the same thing over and over again. I think most of us have really overdone it. And now the time is to see that the innermost self, where our, where our new navigational system is from, is completely in the being convinced. <laughs> yeah, that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So self defeats us through its manifestations. How does, how does that happen? Well, we call them ours, really. <laughs> You know, it's just that simple. So a resentment, which is a manifestation of self in one's life, we call it our resentment. I mean, it's just simple. Yeah. So why could you just entertain the possibility they may, may not be yours? That doesn't, that's not a denial of the resentment when it's there. It's a negation of the owning of it. Yeah. And putting the the ownership on the right uh target which is self yeah it's not us so being convinced self manifested in various ways all right is what has defeated us okay so self i don't think is us yeah it's just it's just i don't see it i just don't see that's the meaning how it's used in the english language i don't self sounds like a singularity that has defeated a collective, which is us, yeah? 
And how does it defeat us? Through its manifestations, okay? We can't see self because it's more of an activity, but we can see the manifestations of self, yeah? At this point, we can't know the tree, but we can know it by its fruits. So let's do an inventory on self's manifestations. That's all. It's a simple, and direction is right there. Self's manifestations, instead of doing it based on our manifestations. That's all. Yeah. You can do both. Do one with you as the one, with you as the source of the problem, with you as the one who manufactures the misery, with you as the one, and then just entertain the possibility you may not be that one. So let's look at self's manifestations. And I feel if self isn't you, you're going to have a much more better opportunity to be fearless and thorough about its manifestations. I do, because you won't have a dog in the hunt to protect its uh, and camouflage it. You'll just be really rigorously honest and tell the truth because it's not freaking you. Yeah. That's all. That's the whole premise of this. There are people that have spent years studying one paragraph of the book. They know every how many periods have been used or commas or whatever. We're not talking about that. There's tons of professors. Yeah, We're talking about the spirit of how, especially how four through nine, which are the working steps, work. Either they're working on you or as you. Yeah, <laughs> I, on you, the you that you're not, or as the you, the you that you're not. Yeah, I find it so much, it's brought about such a relief over the years uh, that it's, it's undeniable in this event. Yeah, that's why I show up every week, because... Seeing self as other brought about the possibility of being free from it. And it informed me I had been being tr trying to be free as it because I was handcuffed to it by identification as it. That's simple. So I've been trying to be free as self when the freedom is from it. Yeah. That's profoundly different. Now, all the ways you're going to be free or all the things you may do. There it is. There's a way of life called recovery. I think it's completely sound. It works. I do believe it will work even better with the right diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong. I do. I think it's important because psoriasis and eczema share some of the qualities, but not all of them. And if you're putting eczema ointment on psoriasis, you're not going to get a great relief. You're going to get some relief, but it's going to be handcuffed by the misidentification as the problem. Yeah. You don't have eczema, you have psoriasis. Yeah. Something foreign to you has taken you over and used you as transportation. You can't keep living from the narrative you did it all. You can't. It's not going to work. Yeah. It's going to bring you to a state of complete incomprehensible demoralization because you'll be responsible for shit that you could not even imagine to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
So of course, when you're confronted with the paradox of this mistaken identity, it seems to lead us to an incomprehensible, pitiful demoralization, yeah? Because if you were the doer, why would you have ever fucking done that? And especially over and over and over and over again, it just dismisses all the fanciful attributes we think we have. Yeah, I learn, I get better, I do this. It doesn't, it just squashes that whole thing. Yeah, I saw the key of it is seeing it as foreign. Yeah, as in like a disease. People who have cancer don't think they're cancer, do they? They don't go, oh, my name is cancer and I have cancer. Good luck then. Cancer, having cancer is going to be a long-term condition, yeah? But no, it's Paul cancer, yeah? In this case, this disease is of the mental variety, and it talks to us as us. It presents itself as us, yeah? It narrates and interprets everything as us with its own agenda, and when it plays out its own agenda to, let's say, the ninth degree, we're left with an incomprehensible demoralization because I would never have thought I wanted to end up here. Yes? I never have thought I wanted to ruin everything that ever loved me. It just makes no fucking sense. Yeah. So what happens when this, this simple correction is seen and you do the work concerning that, what you bring the step six and seven isn't of you, it's of that which you're not. Yeah. And then it's almost like life gets cleaned of that infection and it's returned to you. And now it's enriching your day instead of enslaving your day to some fucking insane idea. That's what we're offering here. How you do your skillful means, the steps and everything, great. But are you the same doer that did all that shit while under the influence? Are you doing the same shit? Generally, probably not, especially not to the same extreme. Yeah, The self has somewhat been handcuffed by being sober because it doesn't have its fuel to really make a huge production out of shit, yeah? Now it just rips you a new one in your own head. So, yeah, perhaps there is a solution, yeah? It's from something, not as something. We're not gonna get better as the disease. We get relief from the disease. If this, if this, if the disease is of self, I hope you know you need to see that which is defeating you as other than you, or you can't you can't possibly entertain freedom from it. Yeah, which is the freedom. The freedom is from the bondage of self, not as the bondage of self. So, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Paul. Does anyone want to raise a hand? I just wanted to say it was brilliant. Thank you, Paul. Mm.
landed excellent nothing extra great miranda has her hand up miranda alcoholic Hi, miranda. i know ain't a meeting um i love you kathleen that just needs to be said also i have me. the freedom to um bounce out of here because i got some other shit to do um, and I just get to do all of this other shit when I need to and want to because of all the freedom that I've found here, that you've helped me find here, guys. And um, I love you all. Bless, bless up, motherfuckers. Yes. That's my motto for the day. Bless up, motherfuckers. All right. I, I'll go with that. You ready for Sally, Paul? Uh, I don't know if I could ever be ready for Sally, but I will, I'll show up, yes. Come on, Sally. <clears throat> yeah, you know what, I did, um, <clears throat> I did my uh, fourth step today with somebody, and as I did it. Your fifth step. I just read it. Yeah, I read it to somebody. Yeah, yeah fifth step. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not very, I'm kind of new here. So, um, and as I read it, I could feel this kind of thing leaving. Like uh, there was this, the body felt really different. And that was good. But then since then, Ted's come back in and started whispering little doubts. It's like, yeah, but that's a real fuck up, right? I mean, that's massive. Like, look at this. Yeah, and even though I know, like, that that's not the thing, because mine's a behavioral one, so there's not this thing of either drinking or not drinking. It's like how I go about and organize my day. So there's not really a, I mean, I know when I'm, when I'm kind of out of it, but it's, it's not, there's not this kind of very clear one thing, either drinking or not drinking. Yes. So, um, well, I've got lots of things actually, but they're all, they're all a bit like that. But um, yeah, so it just kind of came back and I just thought, what a, what a disaster. And then I started thinking, well, the cause of this thing isn't money or lack of money or anything else it's it is the resentment i can see that it is the resentment but then it's not my resentment it's compulsion to act on what i think is me right yes yes so you're seeing it and of course once it's sort of like uh if you get the a look of the underbelly then it tends to get quite irritated so it usually the mouse will roar yeah yeah so this is ordinary actually you'd you'd uh, i'd be surprised if it didn't because it's threatened yeah yeah it well, needs yeah. you it needs surprise. you way more than you need it it completely it's completely <laughs> dependent on you so yeah yeah and and hopefully now it overplayed its hand and you're seeing it in all of its, you know, uh, rabid glory. Yeah. Yeah. 
And if it gets to do service, do something else, distract yourself, be available for something else. Yes. And then you just progress, just like it said in this reading, the illness progresses. I believe the recovery from the illness progresses. So, yeah. So your, your illness is mostly in where the underlying causes and conditions are. Other people had the response to those underlying causes, conditions, which became a, a, a runaway train of addiction concerning alcohol and drugs. So they have to, that has to be stopped first for other things to be looked at. Yeah. You just went to the underlying causes and conditions and here you go. So remember the idea the tried and true feel thing that works is service, really. When you seem to do not try to think yourself out of the ass of self. It's that's part of being up the ass of self. Yeah. It just is. It's sort of like <laughs> Yeah. So and a lot of like other things that are in vogue now, like non-duality. Obviously, because they're questioning the whole establishment of you and me, there can seem to be a lack of service or the emphasis on service, yeah? Where service uh, is essential uh, for the action figure. It is essential because the action figure is the object of the ideation and something's circling it, yes? And you need to have that energy that's circling it be brought out away from it. And service does that. So you get a, you get a feeling because when the head is dominating, it's quite claustrophobic. It's like a marathon runner in a closet. Yeah. And you can't, after a while, you don't know any better. You think this is the only race there is, is in this closet. But if something, if so, if you do, let's say something like service, it'll pull the attention out of that closet and you'll see other possibilities. Now you may seem to go back again, but something is, there's uh, something is brewing now. Something is, is going to change. Yeah. And sometimes you'll find yourself living more outside of the closet than inside the closet. Yeah. Because the attention and interest will be freed from that ideation of self. Yes. The obsession with self. Yeah, this is a process for some people. Some people get whacked and then it's a process of how to live like that. Some people, it takes a while. It's like in AA, there's the educational version of the spiritual awakening and then there's the burning bush version of the spiritual awakening, yes? But what's inevitably uh, being moved towards either immediately with no time or space or through this place is spiritual awakening, which isn't an achievement. It's already a fact. It needs to be what what's covering it needs to be uncovered. Yes. And then there's that unsuspected inner resource. And you realize it's always been there. Yeah. Yeah. So of course the thing's gonna roar back because it's uh it shows its teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Same, but the principles are the same. The principles, no matter how loud it is, you're not that. That's the principle. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sally. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, Paul, we have Garan, Garan, pronounce your name for me. Yaran. Okay. Hi. Thanks. Thanks. Hi, Paul. Thank you for your share. It was really great. Um, I was thinking on, on page 62 in the big book, it says uh, that we could get entirely rid of self with God's help. And um, I think you said earlier that they, they didn't really take it in, um, in the big book and, and talked about the final solution. Like, um, I think like, I guess there's no self that, that uh, it's the identification you talk about. But they mention in the big book, they mention selfishness, self-centeredness in the big book. <clears throat> Can you, you understand what I mean? Can you comment about that? Well, the thing that sees is selfishness, self-centeredness. Now that can be a lot of people would in their interpretation would see will would see that as egoic. Yeah. So there's a part of them that is uh, claiming it is claiming to be most of them. And so the ego needs to be removed or weakened and stuff like that. What we're saying the sense of self is, is the feeling of the one who's thinking, the one who's seeing, the one who's doing, the one who's tasting, the one who's thought they did this and then saw they should have done that. The sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, the alpha and the omega, that to me is the sense of self that I see, yeah? That feeling of owning a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. So, uh, so when you look at any life run on self-will, I don't see it as me demonstrating myself as in egoically and then living my life from a egoic centered uh, will. No, I see self as completely foreign to me. Yeah. So when I read a life run on self will, it's sort of like my name is Paul and any life run on Stanley's will is going to be unsuccessful. Yes, because I'm not Stanley. Yes. So that's how I see self. So when they when I read the word self, I see it as a foreign activity. And to be clearer about the activity, I call it selfing. And I don't believe there's a thing that's identified as a thing. I think there's an identification as a thing. Yeah. I don't believe there's a thing doing that. Yeah. So that's how I see it. So any life run on self-will sounds like, yeah, here's this life and self is running it. Yeah. I'm not running it. I am not self. Yeah. So I'm accountable for what self's done here in this place, but I'm not responsible for what self's done. Yeah. 
if I'm responsible for what self did, it seems that it's mine and it ain't. So I see an accountability as the next wave of recovery after you take responsibility for everything. It's going to lead you to see something else was responsible for a lot of it. And then you're going to lay the responsibility of what's really responsible for it, which is self. So that's seeing, that's an accountability, sort of like my dog took a shit on the lawn of the neighbors. I did not take the shit on the lawn. Yeah. So I'm accountable for that dog taking a shit. I'm not responsible for the shit. So I'm not going to be, you know, uh, going over it for 30 freaking years. Why did I take the shit on the lawn? <laughs> I didn't like the dog did. Yeah. So that's how that's the, the feeling I live with it as when we talk about self. Yeah. Cause it's interesting. It's like, I've been clean and sober for 19 years, but it seems like from the beginning after I did the treatment, it's, it's, I had some relief. And then uh, after a few years, I, I did the, the steps as they were in the big book and I had a spiritual awakening, but it seems like it's always been a self doing these things, you know, it's, it's like um, this, this self energy is somehow like always, I need to improve, I need to be better, I need to like, I need, you know, meditation, like uh, you, you do a meditation and you do it doing it as, as a self, that's uh, really painful, you know? Oh yeah, and so, but, so this is, the, this is the, uh, the diagram of that from where we're sitting. So the movement of selfing claims whatever is going on to imply it was the one who was doing it or being done to by it, yeah? This is a mechanical, programmed activity there's no choice of volition in it yeah you're not doing it you're not doing what self is doing yeah you're being used to do what self is doing yes so basically this is the spirit of the flavor of relief yeah yeah mm -hmm. so uh when anything i did in aa it didn't matter that self tried to claim it because of the momentum of grace. Yeah. It still produced goods. So the story would be, I did it, but that still did not change the momentum of what was done mm. because the grace was the first punch finally. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So basically everything that ever happened has been usually has been claimed by self. Does it make that make itself? Did it? No. That's the whole point of the message. This isn't about having that which seems to never really change, change miraculously. It's not about that. It's about recognizing it's not you. Yeah. And what happens is when it's you see it as not you, you lose interest in changing it. Yeah. So you stop doing the, the, the definition of insanity, trying to rely on the same thing with, and expect different results. No you've realized it's a failed mechanism. Selfing doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. All right, you've been convinced of that. So now you recognize it. See, when you believe you change, there's an assumption that all this other shit's gonna change. It's not you. 
It's mechanical. It keeps going on. Yeah. If you're in heaven, it's going to claim it's you in heaven. If you're in hell, it's probably going to blame you for being in hell. Yes. The heaven ain't going to change its mechanicalness. You're just going to see it instead of look from it. Yeah. If you're looking from it, it's already completed its mission. You're living from the act of being identified as self. If you see it, there's a possibility. Yeah. Of what? I hope you find out. Who would want to take away the joy of being relieved of the bondage of self? Just find out. Hear this and see where it takes you. Yeah. So no, self didn't, has never done anything. Self, self is in, is in, Alcoholism can't drink. Yeah. It can't go out and buy the alcohol. It needs to move this body. It needs to replace an agenda that may have grown in this body with its agenda. And what it, how it disguises it, it's to, it convinces us that its agenda is our agenda. And we get left holding the bag when a lot of its agenda didn't work out. We're just we're just overwhelmed by guilt and shame based on all those failings. The bondage of self, even after, after its active behavior, is still bonding us to its through the guilt and shame. Some people I meet, they're 37 years sober and they're still filled with guilt and shame for what they believe they did 38 years ago. When's that going to clear up? If you believe the manifestations of self are yours, you're going to have, there's going to be guilt and shame as part of your fucking uh, constellation, so to speak. Yes? You're going to be bound to the past by the idea that you were the doer of all that stuff. I have no feeling I was the doer of it. None. None. I did the exact same shit any other addict would have done with the same situation. There was no unique characteristics I was demonstrating. When I got re when I got help, it was because the people saw me exactly what I was, an addict. Yeah. Yes. I had been taken over by addiction. They knew how to treat an addict. And in those two years, I lived with them, seeing me not as Paul, but as an addict, I thrived. I got a whole lot better. Yeah. I was in that two-year program because I could not do that myself. When the addict was speaking to me, I thought it was Paul. Yes? I had no ability, so I ended up in a program. And in that program, somebody was running my life, and they were very clear the addict and Paul were not the same thing. So they were talking to, they dealt with me as an addict. They spoke to me as an addict. Yes. And therefore, I, I got some fucking relief from it. Because before I went into that rehab, it was just the addict called Paul talking to the object called Paul. It was a fucking self fest. Yes. It was a, like a menage a trois with only two. Yeah. So 
We have all the information. Everyone sitting here has had enough. Yeah. The tea leaves are just spread all across our past. You can read it. Yeah. Did you defeat yourself? Or did something defeat you? Yes or no? That's it's that it's that fundamentally different. Yeah. If you believe you did all that stuff, and the only way you can deal with it by being the one who did all that stuff is by having fear, remorse and guilt and shame. Well, so your field of life could have been 500 yards. You're going to play in a 200 yard field. Yeah. Your life's going to be smaller because a lot of it's going to store those guilt and shame and all that remorse. Yeah. It's going to be like dead space in this living moment. Go ahead. If that works, fine. Yeah. I'm a doer, I did it, that's that. Okay, yeah. Sometimes the disease practices keep it simple also. It practices keep it simple. Oh yeah, something moved through you, but you did it. It's just, that's the simple answer for everything. Give me a break, yeah. The evidence in your own life, something took you over and used you for transportation, yes or no? Was that something a part of you? No, it didn't act like it was a part of you. It wasn't pulling on the same team with the tug of war. It was on the other side. <laughs> it's not on your team. I don't know if you don't have that view, then do whatever. I have that view. I mean, I saw it as something foreign to me. Yeah, with a parasitical nature. And that's that. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I see it. I've seen it, I saw it, and that's how I see it ever since. Yeah. Do I think there's a thing? No, it's an activity. I you know, I could go into like layers of it, but who cares? It's not you. That's the important thing. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And you can either have your knowledge neutered by claim by the self claiming it or you can have knowledge of self which would show you that it would show you how self claims knowledge that's why it avails us nothing that's what knowledge of self shows you yeah the topic isn't the subject the topic knowledge of self isn't the one studying self it's not self studying self we're seeing it from what we are which I cannot give name to, let's call it spirit, yeah? We're seeing it not from the system. That's how you see the system has failed. If you're seeing it from the system, that's you're experiencing the failure of the system. Yeah. So there you go. The feeling I have now, Paul, is like it's all starting with this. It feels like I have some ease and comfort that I never had before, you know, and, and it's, yes. it, it's like, I, I understood that the, what's happening, it's what's happening right now, but I have had that understanding for a couple of years, but it's like when I started going to these meetings and I listened to you for several years, it's like I've been rooted in a sense of ease and comfort 
that it's like it's the beginning you know understand and then like the the action figure tells me stuff you know now you're driving the car now you're doing this blah 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 but it's like it's now it's more hilarious to listen to you know how how the little sven action doll sven could tell me everything what's happening the whole time and this is going to happen but you know it's like the original feeling is the ease and comfort and it's like it's yeah. fucking amazing yes it is it's amazing enough to have us come here every Tuesdays and Thursday <laughs> for yeah. years, and I will probably continue to come if we have a, a setting like this. Why? Mm. It's just, I, there's no question about it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I, I came home when I come here, came to this meeting, so. Oh, great, great. I'm yeah, happy. it's great. Yeah, very great happy. To be here. Yeah. Oh, Thank great. you, Paul. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you for that share. All right. Well, Kathleen had to step away, but you have me now. So uh, thank you, Jorn. And our next uh, our next question comes from Giselle. Giselle, you have a question for Paul today or a comment? Oh, comment, testimony. <laughs> so happy to be here. Paul, I will continue to come and I, I hope you continue to come because you know, that self in me needs repetition. Yes. Because it's been ingrained for so long. Um, you know, I have a new attitude and a new outlook on life and a lot of relief and I and freedom. And I relate to everything, everything, every word you say, even... I crack up when you say things like, you know, it's going to rip me a new one in my head. Yes, that's that that's where it is now. Sometimes, you know, I'll just give you two quick examples, if I may. Um, I work out on a regular basis and and this morning was my workout time and I had to get to this meeting. You know, I had a doctor's appointment and then I went and worked out and I'm like, okay, I got 40 minutes to work out. I get into the parking lot of the gym and there's all these cars parked there. And I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get through the machines that I want. I'm never going to have enough time. I'm just going to have to cut it short again because I've cut it short before, you know, and I go in and I say, God, just let me do what you want me to do, please come with me. And whatever it is, I need to be on time for this meeting because I I, I, I love this meeting. I'm addicted to this meeting. <laughs> and so I walk in the gym and, you know, I got every piece of equipment that I wanted in good time, in good order. And I started looking at people and they have TV screens all around. And I kept saying, look how beautiful God's people are. And I was courteous and I was kind. You know, I used to have thoughts of, oh, you know, judgment, crit criticism. You know, I would look at other people and I would say, oh, you know, whatever, this, this is bad, that's bad, this is bad. You know, what does he think, you know, he's going to take this machine away from me? And it's, you know, it's not my machine, <laughs> you know, I mean, but just 
just the change in my attitude. You know, I'll get there when I get there, whatever it is, it is, you know, and, and no criticism, no judgment of people. In fact, I'm complimenting people in my head, you know, look how beautiful they are. God really does a great job with people, with us humans. And, you know, and, and that's a whole new change in outlook. You know, the self wants to criticize everything, um, the self wants to be impatient. The self wants what it wants when it wants it. And I had, I was able to take it out of the menage a trois. You know, it was a menage of de, me and God, you know? And um, that's the freedom. And, you know, I, I try to intellectualize my way into a connection with God, um, as I always have tried to, uh, find my way into things intellectually and it doesn't work it doesn't work you know I finally allowed the process to be just do the disciplines and see what happens and you know what God transformed me I know it you know and I see it now I see the spiritual awakening and everything you know, and each day is a new interesting day of the of what I would think was ordinary, you know, and and accepting of things and and oh my God, what a beautiful way to live. Thank you. Um, you know, I met with a judge on Friday morning um in regards to a not-for-profit treatment program here in Las Vegas that I just got involved in to be useful. You know, I'm all about service now. And the person that introduced me to him um, was in is in recovery. And the three of us were having coffee. And the person wanted me to tell my story to this judge. So what do I do? I start off by using excuses. Well, you know, I relapsed. My son was sick. My mother died. Da, da, da. And that judge gets it. He's a drug court judge here in Vegas. And he said, you would have done that if the sun was shining. And I said, you know, you're right. But what I'm about to tell you, I'm embarrassed to tell you because he's a judge, you know, and I embarrass the judiciary in my head. You know, the self wants to tell me I'm a bad person. And, you know, what healing? He said, no, 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 you're not. You couldn't help but do the things you did. And, and I couldn't. I couldn't help but do the things I did. I was driven by self. That wasn't who I am. I would never have done those things. And now he wants to use me to talk to some lawyers here to the bar. I mean, I said, fine, you know, I will be useful. But that's, you know, I, I'm aware of how the self comes in and wants to, you know, be embarrassed, embarrass me, you know, and shame me for the things that I did. And it's just, it's just a great freedom to have the awareness. So I just wanted to give you this testimony of how you're helping me. And I love what Miranda said. Yeah, bless this day, have a mother, whatever she said, bless, what was it? Bless this motherfucker? <laughs> I don't know, got this, but I love it. You got this shirt coming out so you can get this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a question. I just wanna, I just wanna, I just, I want, I, I wanna just, you know, um, give you my experience with how you're helping me. Thank you.
Great. Yes. Remember. Yeah. Something you know, and I can't intellectualize it. Yeah. 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 You don't need to just live it. It's nice. That's the, the relief is in the living. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, we, we have uh, James Lebowski. James, come on in. Lebowski. Hey, Paul. Good to see you. Um, mean that quite literally. I uh, my schedule looped me out of this seat assignment here for almost a year, and I'm getting a chance to get back in, and I was so relieved. <laughs> Same login, same time, same, you know, cast of characters. And it just really uh, made me feel good, especially seeing as, um, you know, I really was uh, cruising for a while. It felt like a little bit without this identification of self getting in the way. Um, and through that process, I obtained some stuff, which I've unobtained. And I find myself back to trying to find out what I have done to try to fix what I what I'm experiencing in all this and um find it real just like I think when you when you relapse and you and you try to come back in you find it real difficult to to abstain at first I uh I, I'm really having a hard time um abstaining from using that personal pronoun on everything you know my money my ex my um house <laughs> you know you you think I um that I was responsible for the IRS or something, you know, I've taken it all on again. And it's just really been a struggle um, to, it's amazing how it worked its way back in without me even, even seeing it. But um, yeah, I can't even describe where I'm at in non-dual language. <laughs> yeah. It's all me, I, and mine again. And um, this is really where I started seeing another way real clearly, you know, in your meeting. Uh, to out of that identification um I, it really was so sticky for me and um and then when it came it came so easy you know uh you just said something and it it clicked something and it just seemed like for some period of years um i could really float through circumstances in my own life without getting so damn attached that i created new circumstances trying to deal with the circumstances and um Anyway, it was really nice, man. I, I don't know if it's my listening today or you're speaking today, but boy, when I came on, uh, I know often you're communicating the same thing, but it, it lands different sometimes. And I just really appreciate it. You, you kind of really um, micro-targeted it for me today and <laughs> kind of gave it to me in that strong barrel full that I kind of needed. And um, I just want to say I appreciate it. Like everybody, I'm really I mean, I like you. You're a great guy, but I'm here to save my ass. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's good to see you, James. And, you know, just this, you can take us, you don't take this step, but you can take a step back and then see that's which saying you, saying that you're really identified is not you also. Yeah. There's always a step back. Yeah. And then when there isn't, you'll know it. And then there's a, a true distance between the activity of you and being you. Yeah. And you just, th those, those eyes will see more. Uh, yeah. So 
And if this works, just come to the talks. I mean, if I found something that worked, I would go to it. When I needed things to work, I would be here. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful you're here, dude. I really am. It can be so much softer and easier, really. It doesn't have to be... uh, This isn't based on meritocracy. Yeah, this is a given. This is a gift, freely given. We're the ones who... And we're not, but the head comes up with requirements we need to meet to uh, receive the gift. You're past that point. The gift is readily, freely available. Yeah. You're withholding yourself is based on this side, not that side. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the head. Yeah. The head can t- will tell you tons of shit. You know, you're disconnected. You've lost it. And this, if you just take a breath, None of that has really come to pass. Yeah, it's just made up. Yeah, yeah. You know, the simplest thing when I was younger in AA, when I work with people, a lot of them, I would ask them just to do a basic inventory of their day. Like, when did you wake up? Eight o'clock, yeah? What did, you know, shower, coffee, got on the bike, rode to work, you know, and on and on. And then have them just see that basic inventory of what actually they did. And then sense the narrative that was playing over it and how fucking off it was. The narrative was you're not doing enough. You did tons of shit that day. Yeah. And you, and you start, you know, you get some hints of the bogusness of this, this uh, audio your life in audio, yeah? This stuff that you're hearing in the head. When you have physical demonstration, you've been quite busy the day. It has a story, oh, you're fucking lazy. It's just in, and you'll see that 2023, March 28th, the narrative is like 1994. It's not even close to, 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 to being applicable to what's happening. Yes. Why I'm going to act like that? you told this me to do it. A, it's not a, <laughs> uh, just like a fruitless exercise. It implies and offers a lot. You notice, you know, just to hear that everything is false evidence is different than knowing it as false evidence when it's appearing. It's much different. Yeah. So this is what happens. You start seeing what you used to look from. So most of us look from, oh, I've been totally disconnected and da, 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 da. No, there's an awareness of, of that activity, that mental activity that's trying to imply an objective description of an objective event. You see it. You see it from awareness, yeah? Yeah, so you never got lost in it. The awareness has never become unaware. Yeah, it may on the surface not seem to be there, but it's the whole, it's the context of it all. You can't be, your awareness isn't something that's done, it is, yeah? Yeah, so you're aware, there's an awareness of the presentation of this story, yeah? That you were, oh, I've been disconnected and I'm blah, 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 blah. That's a story, really, yeah? Yeah, now you can live that story out And then there's an investment. I want that story to be right. And then other things will come to pass. But the underlying fact is it's a story. 
Yeah. Because if you are awareness, you have never been disconnected from it. That's all there is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There isn't, there isn't the dark side of the moon. It's all the moon. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to see you. And satsang can these talks can help. So just let them help. Yeah. yeah, thank you again. I just want to say thanks and 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 appreciate the skillful means there. I think I'm going to act like you told me to do it. So I I think that's a great exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Just write down like how the day's going. Everyone is fucking busy. Even if it's doing nothing, it's busy. Yeah. <laughs> and the real value isn't the fruit of what you do. It's the awareness of being there. That to me is the real value of life. You're aware that there's a living. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So inherently, it's value. There's value. <laughs> no matter if it's increasing other values or decreasing other values, there's an inherent value of being. And we're that. Yeah. So this whole the knowledge whole, of self. <laughs> The head is unbelievable. Yeah. It's got you believing that you gotta earn a lot of shit and you and and with the belief that you actually don't deserve it. It's always cognitive dissonance. Yes. <laughs> You've gotta earn it, but really you don't deserve it. So I mean you can't win. <laughs> so just see that there's a listening to that. That is the that's being listened to. What is that which is listening to it? It is not of that. That which is hearing it isn't of that which is being heard. It isn't. Yeah. The audience is not the play. The audience is witnessing a play. Yeah. I, I would say we are of the audience. We may be in a play, but we are of the audience. Yeah. Yeah. You made That's me take a note. Hmm? You made me take a note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just the, allow the aperture. The aperture can go back farther. It can. You know, there's Hell yeah. not going to be more seeing. There's just going to be seeing more. There's tons of seeing, but you'll see more. Yeah. And then more gets, and then like it says, more gets revealed. Yeah. In the seeing more, that more gets revealed. Yeah. 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 All right. Nice to see you, bro. So Thanks much. Thanks for satsang, Paul. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, James. Uh, our next participant is Nicholas. You have your hand up. Come on in, Nicholas. Hey, everyone. Pretty damn cool stuff. Um, sort of a going off of Giselle and, and James both, um, it seems that semantics are what uh, trips me up. Just using the word me is, is uh, plays into that, right? And I'm wondering if, if the selfing um, necessarily gets uh, more power just in the use of our language and how powerful language is. I mean, um, Sometimes you will use the word you to refer to the action figure and as to uh, spirit. Um, and I'm wondering if you've played around with uh, 
when I say I to say to use that as referencing my action figure and to use a different word is to referencing uh, spirit. So um, I think if, if that's clear, uh, then I'll shut up. <clears throat> well, you know, we're not looking for that clarity. We want to just uh, sort of be lifted, not lifted, but be above it, so to speak. So I'm not into changing the language. I'm just, I, it's, I, I believe, I mean, took me, I mean, I'm still a very uh, much a neophyte in all this, um, but uh, it, it, I got tripped up quite a bit in just the, the use of I and you and yeah. going back and forth. And uh, it, yes. it, 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 it tells me that that's what uh, causes uh, me <laughs> to go astray um, uh, quickly. And, and, uh, I'm wondering if we're underestimating the power of the use of I and you and, and getting back into those uh, that well-worn groove in the record. Well, right here, you've demonstrated as a different use for that. So it's kind of what about a confusion and stuff and like, and that's very revelatory. So you see it, yeah? So this is, uh, I've been, I am observing these talks also. Yeah, I'm not the one giving the talk. There's a lot going on to, to weaken the reliance on semantics and words and importance of being this or that. It's more of a, an energetic thing that gets tingled, I hope. And a lot of times, a lot of it's brought about by being confusing, yeah. Yes, so that's how, it, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. So, but. Uh, uh, Did you ever play around with, with using different words for to refer to you, the action uh, figure? And, people uh, wanted me to, but it never really stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it works. The sloppy Joe is is better to see that there's not a Joe, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna be specific to that thing that, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. There's a strategy, so. So that, that should not be named is uh, just honor that. Yeah, yeah, there's a uh, play around and, you know, I beg forgiveness for any confusion it sets off, but it seems to all work. And uh, again, the action figure is a slacker. I'm not gonna do extensive work about <laughs> doing, getting all these, try to be as specific as I can with words. I much rather uh, override the words with feeling. Yeah. So that's sort of what goes on. Got it. Yeah. But I appreciate it, bro. I would, I, uh, when I write, you know, when we do a book of these talks, then I attempt to become more specific, yes? But the verbal, the sharing of a live talk has qualities you can't capture with specificity, you know what I mean? There's a feeling in it that has the power. So, but if I was writing a book, I would have different, I'd be more specific with word usage, yeah? Go with a feeling, yeah.
Yeah, so that's why I don't like writing books. <laughs> so someone has forced me to do it. Get a good editor. Because then I just want to keep trying to get more specific with the word. Yeah. Where in, and I can see the intent of the live meeting. It's not trying to get the message through this specificness. It's more of a uh, an atmospheric bomb, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> not a smart bomb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So forgive me for sloppiness, but uh, it's, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I switch, but my feeling is completely different when I say you one way or another, and I'm hoping that gets through sooner or later through the transmission, because the feelings are complete, the sense is completely different when sometimes I use the same word, yes. Yeah, but the sense is very strongly different. Yeah. So that's the communication I'm hoping to get through, not built on words, but built more on a feeling. Nice. Yeah, a, a certain a certainty generated. Yeah, so yeah, but I'll put that in uh, the next thing I need to do, bro. Thank you. I'll, never, I'll probably never get to it, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, the action figure will. The action figure. But I, I really see it when we try to translate this into a book form. Then I need, I work, yeah, it's specific. But the talks, the live talks are di completely different. Yeah. I honor that. Yeah. Feel it, bro? I mean, not just you, Nicholas, others. Yeah, they must feel it. Yeah. They don't know how things are working. They just feel different from the talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or they feel the same, which is great from the talk. In, di in different days and different environments and through different conditions, there's a sameness that I hope will imply something that's not finite. Yes. Yeah. All right. But thanks, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, we have one more question today, Paul. You still have time? Yeah, sure. Okay, Danny, California, come on in, Danny. Thank you for being patient. Unmute yourself. And... Thanks, Mike. I appreciate your service. Paul, good to see you. I hope yeah. all is well. I um, have noticed more and more that in my day-to-day, -day, the unconditioned consciousness, moment by moment, activities are done with presence sense perception i feel light out of my mind but i get got in particular when it comes to a couple triggers in particular family uh, my mother the youngest of three we've had a codependent relationship for many many years and i go into complete unconsciousness and self-ego takes over i react i use emotional mind i'm not able to pause and shortly after literally minutes i notice ah i got got i went into that conditioned self 
not the unconditioned consciousness. And it's difficult to catch it before it happens. I'm trying to, but um, there's a lot of resistance. The inertia of self and all these years of being a certain way really pulls me to that end. And it feels terrible afterwards because then the narrative is, I can't believe I got got. I can't believe I did it again. And I'm able to get out of it, but I don't want to get in it. Um, addition well, with- and it, You should ask, who is it that doesn't want to get in it? The awareness doesn't want to be a part of it. No, awareness is fine with everything, I'd imagine. Yeah. It's you. It's the head. Yes. It's all right. We have that drive, but it isn't your innermost self is in a, is, I would say, more of a field of acceptance than a, a movement to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's my feeling. So this is what AA says, you know, practice these principles in all your affairs or limit your affairs. So you're going to need, you know, the conditionality of this experience in you is things get triggered with family. Wow. Who would have thought it happens with a lot of people. So you add, you bring that up to the higher power and you ask it to reconfigure how you see your mom and stuff like that, which is step six and seven. Yeah. And Hopefully you'll notice that things will get better or you'll be traveling lighter through. Yeah. And uh, this is the part. Uh, there's an activity going on that demands certain attention. And then there's the space that it's going on in. Yeah. And, you know, one thing you're moving through and the other is what you is, is what you actually are is the reliance of. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff that used to be, uh, let's say, cemented in place in your life, that cement has been reversed and it's not set yet. So it's things are being going to be undone and it may look uncomfortable and stuff like that. But this is part and parcel of of what's going on here. And a lot of these things that you'd like to be out of are bringing great value to your life because you have empathy for other people who have the same situation, stuff like that. And remember, the point of recovery is to be of maximum use. It isn't for you to get great. Yeah, it's for you to be of maximum use. And who's the who's who's there to say what's that supposed to look like? Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I would see it if I could. Yeah, but uh, a lot of my life in the beginning of recovery was limiting my affairs because I was outmatched and I didn't, you know, so I, I, uh, I admitted that I wasn't going to be able to uh, be different that time. Yeah, so I try to limit those affairs. I didn't go see my family as much. Yeah, right, so, right. So, yeah, so this is. And that's part of it, definitely. And you didn't kill that anybody. Space. You didn't freaking kill anybody. And I'm sure they may have thought they had a lovely uh, day with you. Interaction. Yeah, that's why they making up a huge story. Yeah. I swear, I actually believe now 
that I was involved with this lady in Australia and I had such a story that uh, I shouldn't be in that relationship that I was moved out of it. Yet every time, and she was completely surprised because she thought I was happy and all the pictures that I ever saw when I was with her, I was happy. <laughs> I was probably happy, but it was overridden by the story, yeah? Now she didn't have that overridden, so she was completely surprised when I made my declaration, I've got to get out of this relationship, as if it was terrible. I was boogie boarding all day, living in a nice place in Australia. It was pretty sweet, but I wasn't able to, uh, I wasn't telling the truth about it. I wasn't taking a, a, a bare bone inventory. I was believing the, the narration. And the narration said, this is a good and da-da-da. And I was completely believing it to override a very workable relationship. <laughs> yeah. Now, I learned in, in I learned about that after the fact. Yeah. But it was very valuable to see it. Yeah. How strong the allegiance to the narration was that it was blinding me to what was actually happening. I was just afraid to be committed yeah <laughs> to another person that's basically what it was and i was the head was just finding fucking stories and basically you know being the fish i saw everything as hooks i just yeah so yeah yeah don't make don't uh don't don't let a mental idea of perfection become the enemy of the good yes just uh yeah be happy that your family when you left and the family was still alive <laughs> you had it absolutely yeah. right yeah. yeah and keep and here you're in a movement like it or not time and space we're moving seemingly through space and that moving is of time yeah so this is the dreaming of the of this is the dreaming of out of the dreaming. And as you do, the dream gets happier. That's the description from the Course of Miracles. I have to admit that's the case. Is everything perfect? No. Do I'm am I available and loving every person I meet? Probably not. Yes. Uh, do I have a huge amount of interest in that? No, I don't. Yeah uh is there uh, is a large amount of your budget going to that endeavor no not yeah yeah i'm just doing less harm <laughs> that's great yeah and uh, my whole the whole my whole life in a way has been a shift of interest really that self-centered interest I'm so bad, I got to become good and all this shit has been lost interest in completely, yeah? And the things that used to have to call me to do something, I'm not listening to that tune anymore. Yeah, so there you go. And uh, haven't you ever experienced when you thought, something you did was so terrible and then you go to the person to make amends and they forget they didn't even remember that event it was completely 100%. completely different than the meaning you gave it 
Yeah, this is what the hundred percent. Yeah. So, but thanks, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. It's working, my friend. So that's all. Uh, and shit that hides in the weeds is going to be brought out, and you'll be able to recognize it. And we have a mechanism of having that gold that's been put into that form get melted, which is step six and seven. So it can be put to great use. Yeah. All right, all right. Right on, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for the share, very nice. Uh, Michael? Yeah, thank you, Danny, appreciate you. Um, okay, Paul, that's all the hands up for today. Um, would you like to say goodbyes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Say Danny, okay, California, great. Michael, nice to see you as always. Are you gonna be there later, Mike? Are we doing that thing today? Great. Oh yeah, we have a meeting at 4.30 Pacific time. It's probably gonna be very similar to this, but it has a different title, the non-duality, but maybe close to this, who knows. Uh, Gary C, that's at 4.30 Pacific time, same Zoom, same, no password. Nice to see you, Gary. Yep. Thanks, Paul. Yes, you're welcome. Sally, as always. Oh, Gary, I'll be seeing you soon, Gary, this weekend, hopefully. I'll yeah, there. I'll be there. All right, great. We got Joseph in France. Nice to see you, Joseph. We've got, uh, I can't see the name. I think it's Andy. I don't know. I have the part of the thing blocking. Well, whoever, nice to see you. Uh, Chris B, as always. Nicholas, thank you for your share, Nicholas. Yep. Uh, Walter, Walter. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's a cool thing. What's doing that? Jeff P. Nice to see you, Jeff, down south. Kurt Z down south. Nice to see you, Kurt. All right, feeling all right physically? Yeah? You're coming along. You're coming along. Thanks, buddy. All right. We got the Lebowski. He's returned. Yes. Florida, John. Nice to see John. Joran in Sweden. Pleasure, Joran. Thanks for your share and everything else. Kerry's on the move. He's driving. We got Hallie. Nice to see you, Hallie. All's well, Hallie. Good. Oh, great. Great. Roman, as always. Yes. We're going to be dancing in Sicily, bro. Yes. Yes. John K. Giselle's phone. Uh, we got uh, who else here? We got Nina, as always. Hey, Paul. I wanted to welcome Ken. It was his first meeting today. Oh, Ken, nice to welcome. Nice to see you, Ken. Yeah, I hope it's not the last. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Tim. Hi, Tim. Nice to see you, bro. Good to see you. Thanks for a good meeting, Paul. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Natalie, you. as always. Yep. We've got uh, Christine from Kona. Uh, Oliver, Berlin, Giselle. Uh, Carrie again, I see. We got Alex. Oh, Alex and Jacob. There they are. Nice to see you guys. Natalie Kay, I see you there. Andrew, Annette, 
Lori, April, it's, yeah, it's coming on April. We got Rich A, we have Ken, uh, I don't know, I can't read this thing, but whatever. Uh, Tom, nice to see you, Tom. If I missed you, uh, yeah, that's it. I'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome, Kathleen, everybody. I'll see you guys Thanks, later everybody. on. Thanks, Thanks Paul. Paul. Take care. Bless our motherfuckers.